We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, this is Max Torres here at Gard- in Gardena, California at Sarah High School, sitting down with Damon Fields, father of Dakota Fields, 2024 Oregon cornerback commit. Um, for starters, Damon, we just saw Dakota get his Adidas All-American jersey. Um, just what, what was that like for you to, to see him have that moment? Um, it just was re- really just full came full circle because – when Dakota started training in eighth grade to transition from running back to receiver, not defensive back, but receiver, the young man that he started training with literally told me after one session, and the session was so absurd because Dakota was falling over his feet, didn't have like any coordination or anything, but he looked at me and said, your son is going to be an All-American when he graduates from high school. And he's here today. That same guy that started training him is here today to see that come this come to fruition. So it's just exciting. You know, I always tell Dakota it's his dream, but the family sacrifices. So it's all this things like this shows that it's worth it. It's uh, some payoff for sure for, for the whole family to, to see all of that, uh, you know, come to fruition. So glad you guys got to have that moment. And I think another cool thing that I wanted to ask you was just what it was like to, to go through the recruiting process with Dakota, um, especially since he, he wasn't always going to be a duck, right? He went to U- he was committed to USC for a time. Yes. Um, but I always thought that Oregon was, was going to stay involved there. So, so what was that like getting to go through that experience with him? So um, obviously, you know, I have um, an older son that we kind of traveled this path before. So there were some things that we kind of knew that needed to be put in place. You know, as far as uh, making getting to make these decisions. And the first thing that my wife and I really emphasized to Dakota was this was going to be his decision at no point in time through this recruiting process that my wife or I ever utter where we wanted to go to go. We felt as parents we had instilled and built his level of being able to be an independent thinker. And all that we required of him was to be able to put a spreadsheet up and give pros and cons of any and every university he was interested in. And that's kind of how he came up with his final decisions on where he chose and where he was interested in. Um, I think because of some of my just, uh, some of him knowing um, certain expectations, I think he may have felt like, I think the USC decision kind of might have been more so family um, and just wanting to be home. I know one thing was my dad is 82, and that's like his like 
guy. Him and my dad are super tight. And he wanted to be able to play in front of my dad. So that was kind of, you know, kind of how that kind of happened, you know, as far as starting out with, you know, the SC thing. But Oregon was always just, they've been a class act from day one, just uh, treating us as a family first, not as a football recruit, um, just really getting to know us. You know, every time we would go up or be around them, they always knew something a little bit more intimate about Dakota than the norm, like, you know, and it, it didn't come from us as family, so it really told us that they really was building a real relationship with Dakota, and Dakota was being very comfortable, you know, with the relationship. You know, um, Coach Meat, you know, uh, there's so ironic, you know, uh, his son and daughter ran youth track here in California. Dakota ran track as well. So we always saw them, always, every weekend when Coach Meat would be out coaching but we would always be together. So to come full circle again and for them to be able to play as teammates now, Roger Pleasant, we met him at seven years old in Humble, Texas at the Junior Olympics. Him and Dakota has been tight at the hip ever since. So for them to leave out of high school and now be able to go and be Oregon Ducks together, like it's just, it's amazing, man. It's just, it's a great feeling. You talked about uh, Demetrius Martin and obviously Rod Pleasant, two, uh, two Southern California natives. I think one thing that I always harp on but maybe don't do the best job of explaining is just the, the level and the magnitude of L.A. ties yes. at the University of Oregon, whether we're talking yes. players or coaches. Mm-hmm. C- can you just kind of shed some light on that, on just you know how it kind of seems like a home away from home for some of these guys? So, so obviously California – Los Angeles, Compton, Carson, inner city is a hotbed of talent, as well as the IE. And I used to have a saying when I coached, you want your puppy to be in a yard where all the puppies is biting because eventually they're going to have to get in that yard. So no matter where you played at or whatever city you lived in, you always want to go play against the best. So naturally, you're playing against the best, so eventually you start building relationships with one another. You start admiring each other from a distance. You know, all-star games occur. Now you get to, you know, communicate. You get to see with each other's work ethic, you know, so on and so on. So those guys come together. Dalen Austin, Dakota and he met at Compton High on a track where they raced against each other. That was the first time they ever met each other. Now they're, they're Oregon Duck teammates. Jordan Anderson. Jordan Anderson and Dakota started running track together at six and seven. So the ties are there. You know, D. Will, you know, Dakota and he and, you know, quite a few other guys have trained together. So the dogs are going to gravitate to each other. You know, it's as simple as that because they want to push each other and they want to be competitive. And then I know another guy that you've – obviously gotten close to during this recruiting process is is dan lanning the 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 man who's going to be coaching up dakota once he gets to eugene um just just to get your perspective i mean that's Mm -hmm. the whole focus of this interview right but um just what what do you think makes dan lanning special because he's having a heck of a start at oregon so i'm going to give you two specific but there's a plethora of examples that i can give you but there's two in specific um the first time we ever had an opportunity to go in and meet with him one-on-one, uh, we're big, even my oldest son has always been big and is still in Dakota, have a plan, write a plan, be able to actually manifest, you know, your thoughts and things of that nature. So he, Dakota already kind of was on that path, but when we got in with Coach Lanning, 
That was the first thing he asked Dakota. And he was able to pull out on his cell phone all of his goals. The first goal I remember specifically was to be a better father. The next one was to be a better husband. He had all his aspirations, what age he wanted to be a high, uh, fo- uh, college coach, what year he wanted, what age he wanted to win a national champ. Like he had all of this stuff in his phone, and it was amazing to see him actually show us some of the accomplishments that he was able to check off. That was the first big thing to me. The second thing was a lot of people don't know this. Dakota and I went up to a trip. I believe it might have been last year at the Washington game, University of Washington game. Uh, that Sunday morning, Coach wanted to see us first, and I'll never forget. I was like, me and Dakota looked at each other like, I don't want to go meet with Coach after they done lost. Man, you would have thought they won a national championship when we walked in Coach Lanning's office. He was just like, just, you know, on to the next, okay? But Dakota literally told Coach, he wanted to commit. Dakota, the Coach Lanning kind of looked in my direction, and he seen that I was a little distraught. But it wasn't so much that I was distraught. It's just that we're very close as a family. And what did I look like? And I was trying to figure out how was I going to explain that to my wife and my older son, you know, that Dakota's committed, <laughs> you know, right? So Coach felt that. He didn't, you know, obviously me and Dakota wouldn't share that in a moment, but he felt it. So he just interjected and he said, you know what? How about you guys hold off, you know, give you a couple of days to think about it. I'll be totally honest, man. Like I said, a lot of people don't know this. I broke down in tears. For that man to, like, most college coaches would have been calling everybody in the room saying, we got him, we got him, we got him. But Dan is not like that. Dan wanted to make sure that that's where Dakota wanted to be. And look how I planned. Look how I played out. I mean, Dan is—he's just—he is who he is. I mean, his energy is infectious. You know, just, just—and you can tell him. For me, as a father, to be able to look a man in his eye and know that your son is going to be okay with him—not just as a football player, but as a human being—it's no-brainer. I'm very comfortable. We're very comfortable as a family with him being with Dan, Coach Taj. Coach Wadu, Coach Martin, like Coach Hampton. I mean, we love everybody on that staff. I mean, it's just great. So I think it starts from there. So that's kind of who he is. And the last part of it, as I'll say, a lot of the staffers have had opportunities to leave. They don't want to leave. Literally, they've had opportunities to go to other universities. They don't want to go because of that family environment that Dan has created up there. Got a couple more for you, then I'll get you out of here. Um, I think one of the the interesting things is just I like to ask the recruit what their what stands out the most to them about Oregon. But mm-hmm. you're you're going on and on about the staff and the the plan and mm-hmm. the fam, like just so many different things. But what, what's your favorite thing about Oregon, knowing that that's where Dakota's going to be playing his ball? It's a small town. The Ducks are. The professional team. So you know that they're going to put the best product on the field because they care about the fans in Eugene, Oregon, and they want to put a great product on the field. And the work is being seen as what they're doing and how hard they're going out. Matter of fact, the fact that Coach Lanning was able to attend several home visits 
in a time where you got Bo Nix, you got all these guys getting awards, and obviously as a head coach, he has to be there. So for him to be able to handle being with his current players but still be able to come out and visit, you know, across the country with his recruits, that's why Dan is who he is, and I think that's why the guys are just flocking to Oregon. And the last one I have for you, Damon, it's it's a little bit of a loaded one, so you have to forgive me, but um, like you were saying, you've gotten to go through this process a couple times now, um, and it is a wild time right now. I mean, you got the portal, you got NIL, uh, big-time football out here in L.A. What were some of the lessons that you learned getting to go through the recruiting process with Dakota? First and foremost, keep the main thing the main thing. Like, so, for example, our journey. Dakota's been playing youth sports since he was six years old. You know, uh, I actually have a saying in my house, we rather travel from sport to sport than court to court any day. So we've been able to meet wonderful families. We've been able to travel across the United States just being a part of, you know, being able to be a part of this. Um, so that's just been big, you know, and I'm kind of thrown off. So can you kind of go back to the question because yeah, it's pretty no, loaded no you're all good yeah uh, just just lessons that you were able to learn from going through the process with dakota um and then just being um confidential because there's a lot of people that want to be you know in the circle you know and it's not always you know good you know good intentions things of that nature um you just learn that it's and you learn that it's a business you honestly learn that it's a business um you learn that uh, integrity is huge in this current status because you got, like you said, you just got so much going on under the table, over the table, you know, on the corner, you know what I mean, things of that nature. So, you know, to be able to find, um, you know, uh, a place with credibility, you know, uh, is huge, you know, to know that, that they uh, really want to make sure that things are done right you know, especially, you know, everybody is always talking about Nike, Nike, Nike. Well, yeah, they are attached. So they're very big on compliance and making sure that they cross every T and dot every I. Um, just every presentation that they presented us with, it wasn't just uh, lip service. They actually had data. They actually had, you know, uh, information to show you know that this is what they've been doing to create sustainability you know and things of that nature so like i said it's just like i said yeah i can go on and on about them man, and the program and the coaching staff coach hampton came up last year when he joined the staff man you you think me and him been knowing each other for 10 years he's just just a ball of energy and just great with staff and the and the, the players and They've already bought in to him. I mean, I think he's going to be huge for the program. But, yeah, it's, it's special up there. It's truly family. I know everybody said, oh, it's family, family. No, it's really family up there. So, All right. Well, thank you for the time, Damon. Um, for all the listeners out there, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. And we'll catch you guys in the next episode.